when we last left our adventures, they had just been through a pretty horrific earthquake and managed to survive it. And they didn't even burn down the Talon Forest. So let's check back in with them and see what's going on this week. So, I don't remember there being an, that and or many earthquakes around it. What? Did, was that you? No, it was not us. Okay, good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hold on. Oh, blessed Pelor, who brings the light, keeps us out of darkness. I have one favor to ask. Don't let that happen to me again. Thank you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, you're you're from this area, yeah, and. Triggers from the other one. You've been around this area, so if you want to, you can go ahead and give me a uh, history check. 17. 17. As far as you know, well, you know there's never been an earthquake since you've been alive. Okay, so this was an entirely new experience for you, and you know that... The last one that anyone has ever mentioned, or the last one that you know of for sure, was about 65 years ago. Is anyone hurt? No. I'm fine. Willow, are you okay? No, I'm good. Your name is Willow, then. Mm. And, and, sir, you are... Kragar. Well, we've been hanging out together for quite some time now. <laughs> yes, yes, of course, Kragar. I was actually referring to the scary-looking man behind you. Oh. <laughs> I am Iant Thea Dracaris. Okay. And you are? Sam. Sam. Just, just Sam. Just um, Sam you am. So... I can tell you, it, yes. Um, in this, I, I've lived here my whole life. Well, yes. I think so. I don't have recollection of living anywhere else, really. But I do travel quite a bit. But I'm getting ahead of myself. I don't... That, that's never happened in my lifetime. The last I have heard of such a sundering of Earth was many, many years ago. Probably 60, maybe more. I mean... Kragar might remember it, but... Uh, hmm. Well, I'm not from around here. I'm actually from this uh, high steps of Glastar. Yes, but Which I don't, I don't talk, talk, about. talk about that much. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why, does it, why don't you want to talk about it? Well, it was a very, very bad time. We were, we were simple farmers for many, many years. And then the dragons came. And it was such a dark time that I don't talk about very much. But when they came, they came up out of the sky. They darkened the sky. And just so you continued. see dragons? Yes, yes. They fought dragons. We... But I don't talk about it. I don't like to talk about it. Okay. Uh, All right. But when after they attacked us, uh, we had lost so much, so very much. And we 
we had so much angry. I never talk about it. I never talk about it. And we armed ourselves and went out and we sought so revenge. You yeah. don't want to talk about I it. I don't want to talk okay. about it. Okay. All right. But I would tell you uh-huh. that. I'm sorry, what was your name? I'm Gregor. Gregor? Gregor. Never call me Craig. So call me Craig. Craig. Craig is the. Uh, I, I, I don't like being called Craig. I don't like to talk about it. But I once knew someone named Craig. And. And, uh, and apparently it was a bad experience. It's a bad experience. I never okay. talk about it. Okay. Uh, don't say Craig. So, Willow and. Yontfia, um, where where are you from, if I can ask? From uh, Finnegan, so in Mosswood Forest. It's an interesting place that I've heard much about. Not really. Um, why can I ask where you are going? We're going to the. Um... Hmm. Oh, we're going to the coast. I, I'm happy to take you there, um, but we should probably not walk along this road. The ground itself appears to want to swallow us whole. It's probably a really good idea. I do know a way. It's slower, but hopefully safer. Should the ground do that again, I would not wish to be in those trees. Fair, what do you think? Well, let me take a look at the map. Um, I haul out the map, and, uh, Gregor, can you show me this alternate route you're suggesting? Yes, of course. That was, um, uh, Gregor knows many routes, um, uh, but, uh, he's not from around here, but, I, um, I can tell you that your map will probably not help you, um, Visitors to this area um, are, are few, and they do not often travel north. At least not as near as I could tell, but I, you know, I... Just, I, um, I don't mean to be awkward, it's just... Well, it's been a challenging couple of days. Uh, but I'm happy to take you wherever you want to go, as long as you... Is in the light of Pelor. We all walk. We will walk in safety. I just want to get out of this forest right now, so I'm good to go. Now, Mitch, according to the map, it shows all forest area. Am I looking at that map correct? Where you guys are at, uh, the Talon Forest is pretty thick down through that area. There are trails and stuff that lead through the forest. The main road is going to probably be easier to travel. If you're not wanting a tree falling on you and going through the forest might not be a good idea, but, you know, that's up to you guys on how you want to handle that. I, I, I figure it's reasonable to assume that Sam would know a safer way. I mean, he, he has traveled all these areas mm-hmm. very well, so probably a little bit off the beaten path, but probably not with so many trees. Yeah. Well, so Sam, you say you know a, a slower way, but a way to get us out of here, right? And to the coast. Perfect. Although I cannot take you beyond if you wish. As long as I have lived here, I've never been on a boat, and at least not in recent memory. 
well, at least not a boat that actually traveled out to sea. That's more Kragar's experience. Yes. Well, Willa, you're you're the ranger, uh, so I'm going to ask you: Does it make more sense to you to stay on the main road, where we have less likely to have trees down on the road, or to pick our way through a forest path? that may be crisscross with fallen trees after this uh, earthquake. Well, I don't, I don't want to go over a bunch of trees. Well, and we have the horses to consider as well. If we get That's into true. a tangled area, it's going to be harder to get the horses over crisscross fallen trees on a narrow trail than on a wider road. Okay. I think, again, I'll go with what you think is best. Yeah. If you will all follow me, I will gladly take you wherever you want to go. I think we'd be best, especially with the horses that we've got, to stay on the main road. Can you get us there down the main road? Uh, yes, of course. Um, my only concern is that the main road is what kind of pitched up in the first place. I do not know if the, the ground sundering's are localized or if they would be I guess anywhere is as safe as any. Yes, of course, I can take you on the main road. That is where you wish to go. I think that would be best. Okay. So we are off. <laughs> Sam is on his way, was on his way to a certain ranch, um, but will happily take you along the main road away from that ranch to the coast. Uh, the nearest coast spot where you would be able to catch a ship or a boat or anything like that would be down in Alolum. There's not much there for coast or um, uh, docks or harbors or anything like that, but there is a small one down there. So that probably would be the nearest one to where you guys are, and it would also be heading in the direction that you need to go. Oh, okay, perfect. Tell me of your home, Willow. Um, so... My family um, has a sanctuary in the deep forest, and we take care of um, fey wild creatures that get lost in, I don't know what it was called. Natural world. Natural world. And my parents have done that for, uh, for years. It's the sanctuary of a particular god or goddess? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. I think it's open to anybody and every everyone that needs help. That is very good. I I, um, I am a servant to Pelor myself. Our sanctuaries, of course, are open to all, much like yours would be. I, I do not know much about Feywilds, but I do know something about uh, places of refuge. Um, and, of course, I do not know exactly why you need to get to the coast, you and your traveling companion here. But if should you need a shelter for any reason, um, we can always stop by the temple in the Lala or any of the outlying um, sanctuaries that they have set up. I'd be happy to give you food and clothes and whatever you need. Thank you, Sam. We appreciate that. I've never been that far from my home, which is here. I, I grew up on the streets. Oh, Kind of a long story. Well, not really a long story. Um, 
but uh, it feels long <laughs> because it's been my whole life. Uh, I never knew my parents, but um, the the uh, the acolytes and priests of the of Pelor there in the Lalum always took me in, and uh, didn't seem to matter how much I strayed uh, from their from their temple. I was always welcome when I came back. I think I'd like to give a bit of that back to the world someday. I'm pleased that we have, I have found good companions who care of others, care for the uh, Feywild and care for other people. That is very much what I have been looking for in my life because I have a very, very dark past, which I will not talk about. But but it troubles you. It troubles me. It troubles me simply. Cannot talk about it. But when I began, when we lost so much, the, the steps of Glastar was such a beautiful place that I, I cannot even talk about. But we had great prune orchards that we, my family owned, and it saddens me deeply I can't talk about that we grew, we grew prunes, and they, we were very wealthy. We were very happy until the dragons came, which I cannot talk about. There's, and when they came, they came with cursed fire. They came with darkness and evil, and I lost so very much. But I cannot talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't think that all dragons were bad. I heard stories of good ones. Yes. And that is the thing. That is the thing that troubles me deep so much. Because we, all of us, all of the people, we sought revenge. We wanted to hurt them. We wanted to destroy them. And we did not make that distinction. We exterminated as much as we could and we never found mercy we never found in our hearts and we became what we hated but I cannot talk about this but what we did what we did was so so very awful I once chased a group of dragonborn into the forest and without even thinking without even considering I killed them all the dropping out of the trees firing my bow and they were children and I cannot I cannot talk about this but they were so, so frightened, so very frightened. So were you? I was. Why else would you go on such a campaign? It was, it was definitely fear. And fear leads to anger. And anger leads to suffering.
But I cannot talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you, um, Yant? Yant Fia? Yes. Tell me of your home. Well, I don't really have so much a home. I grew up in Temple. I have been training to be a paladin all my life. So basically, the Temple is my home. I understand this. I have met many paladins in my day. The Temple <clears throat> was technically my home, though I never stayed long. Even though it's probably better for me, I always found myself flooding about. It wasn't, um, still, I was always kindly accepted. And it wasn't until a group of kindly ranchers took me in that I actually found a home. Well, my entire family has been in service to Temple for generations. So it's, I guess you could say, the family business. So it would seem. Well, of course, um, I, I I do not know um, uh, which divine you serve. However, of course, all are welcome in Pelorist Light, if you wish to pray there. Um, should you see a temple in town that you wish to do that at? I appreciate you letting me know. Thank you. Um, I, I don't know... Um, if you are in a hurry, but if you are not um, too much diverted already, um, you'd be welcome in my home if you would like a hot meal. It's along the way to the coast. Uh, that would be up to how much time we have. We have a schedule, and I appreciate the invitation. It is very kind of you to offer. We will pass it soon enough, and you can decide at that point if you wish to stop and rest a while, or if you need to venture forward. Either way, I will help you in any way I can. Fair enough. You guys have been writing for quite a while, and now you've all had a very long and trying day in many different ways. Um, why don't you give me an endurance check? Twenty-one. Eighteen. Okay. Did you say eighteen? Eighteen adjusted. Yeah. Okay. Eleven. And then at seven. Okay. What are the condition of the horses, Mitch? By the way. Once the shaking and fire went away, they got under control pretty well. Uh, they've been a little bit skittish ever since you. Uh, Took off from the campsite, but they're not in uh, bad shape by any means. How are they? Uh, are they acting like they're starting to get a little fatigued and tired? They're starting to get to that point, but you figure you could probably push it for a few more hours. You know that you're probably a solid day's travel. If you want a couple more hours, you could probably do it in one day. Uh, be there by um, probably nightfall the next day. 
So, Willa, what do you think? Um, we push on a couple more hours so we can make the uh, make our destination by dark tomorrow, or do you want to stretch it a day and a half to kind of save the horses a bit? What's what's your thought? Okay, so are we two days into this? Okay, and I, or are we... Yeah, you're two days in. They're basically two days in at so this point. Five days, though. Yep. You're on a pretty tight schedule to get back to the ship. Otherwise, you're going to have to go up and around and take the long route to get to uh, Long Beach Bay. I think we should push it a couple more hours. All right. Are Sam and Craig are mounted? Do they have horses or are they on foot? I didn't ask. They're on foot, so if they're with you guys, they're using your spare horse. Fortunately, I'm very small. Yeah, he is very small. He's a gnome, so, yeah. you know. You guys all had a pretty good endurance. Uh, uh, Willow is starting to get a little bit worn down, but not too bad. The horses are looking like they could go for a, basically a couple more hours, and yeah, probably time to go ahead and uh, call it for the night. Um, as you're going down through, you're not really hearing much of anything going on. Most of the nature sounds are just silent. You haven't heard a whole lot of anything since the um, ground started shaking. You know, it's like even nature is gone. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. yeah. Negative tower. So I want to keep an eye out for a water source in a decent campsite as we're as we're moving. The horses are starting to get tired. It's probably a probably time to start looking for somewhere to settle in for the evening. I why don't you give me a nature check? Twenty one. You need to fire that D twenty. It has not do helped you. Something. Nature? Always test roll your dice when you buy them. <laughs> Where were you like two months ago? <laughs> it wasn't even that. But yeah. It's 11. 11? Yeah. Yeah, she's not saying a whole lot. What was your uh, total there, John? Um, uh, yeah. 21. The 21. That guy. That dude. Yeah. Well, I keep trying to remember to call you guys by your uh, character name, but it's... You know. Hey, you works. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, you. All right, so 21. It was actually um, my character name last night. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Aunt Faye is able to uh, find you guys a pretty decent uh, spot for a um, campsite. There's no trees immediately around, so that's probably for the best. Uh, well, normally you'd want to tuck into the trees a little bit. Right now, with current events, it probably is better to stay a little further away from them, you think. There's a nice little stream going through where you're at. be a good spot for horses. Should be able to uh, be easily defensible should there be an issue, you know. I mean, not that there would be an issue, but... Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Taking no chances. Mm-hmm. Willa, why don't you get the tent set up, and I will get the horses tended to. Okay. If you gentlemen wish uh, to build a fire, uh, try to keep this one a little more sedate. 
we be trusted? I, 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 I don't know that my cloak can take much more uh, firefighting. Um. <laughs> I, I will. I will have us fire in no time. Just a little sacred flame to get it started. <laughs> Once you get a good fire, steady. As as I'm tending the horses, Mitch, I want to take pay close attention to the condition of them because of the rolling ground. I want to make sure they didn't sprain or injure anything. None of them seemed lame while we were traveling, but I just want to make sure. Uh, it doesn't appear to be, but if you want to give me a heal check. That one's kind of a toss-up between nature and heal, but I think heal, since you're looking for something right. internal, you know. Twelve adjusted. Twelve? Okay. What did you get? Two. You know, I'll see what he's doing to help out. Nineteen. Twenty-nine. There you go. Wow, you got a lot of help checking out the horses. They must have caught on to what you were doing there. Uh, no, they seem to be pretty good. They don't have any uh, twisted anything. Uh, there's cuts. no real cuts or anything. They seem to be in pretty good shape. They're uh, pretty well calm compared to what they were uh, a few hours ago. So, you know, they've uh, gotten past the completely freaked out stage, which is probably good. Always. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get them fed, watered. Okay. What are the rest of you doing? I'm setting up tents. I'm going to build a fire. How are you building the fire? Well, really big. Really, really big. I just... Really, really small. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get uh, some stones for containment. I get some wood and a little kindling, and then I just stick a flame it. Nice. Um... Is your still shaking? No. No. There's no aftershocks or anything? Alright. Um, I don't got much I kind of wanted to check and see about that night. It was all over, so. <laughs> um. It was one good rumble for probably five, eight minutes, something like that. And then once it stopped, it hasn't had any uh, tremors after that. Should we set up watch? That would be a good idea. I can take first watch. I will take second. I will third. I will take last watch. Okay. Before I turn in, though, I want to take a turn around the campsite about 20, 30 yards out. Check the area. I want okay. to make sure it's Give secure. Give me a nature roll. Seventeen adjusted. You don't really see a whole lot of anything uh, going on around this area. There are some animal tracks, but again, it's all pretty standard tracks. One thing that you notice is, looks like there was maybe a large elk, actually probably smaller elk or like a really large deer in the area and you see it apparently at some point freaked out and just bolted in a completely different direction 
I think I would probably presume that started when the earth started shaking. And I can't say that I blame him. From the age of the uh, um, tracks, you would say probably. <laughs> um, okay. And I guess I will go ahead and uh, check the horses one final time, make sure they're properly tethered off, and then hit the sack. Okay. Uh, who is up first? You, uh, Willow was up first. Yep. So what are you doing? Alright, so... Land or tree, it doesn't matter. So I'm going to try a tree again. Okay. And get a good look out over our area and just keep a watch. Okay. Why don't you give me a athletics? Oh, it's a nat 20. It's a nat 20, yeah. Nat 20s are automatic successes. Okay. Now, in this situation, you know, that means if there's anything going on around you, you're going to see it going on, Mm -hmm. you know. There are a few instances where it doesn't necessarily mean, like for initiative, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't be any uh, more than what the score total is. It's not like, oh. I got a net 20, so I automatically get to go first, and I get a sneak attack, and no. Okay. Doesn't work that way. But net 20 on your perception is usually a pretty good idea. You uh, hear some owls off in the distance, and they're finally starting to start talking again rather than, you know, maybe the shock of it has finally wore off. You start hearing a little bit more nature sounds, which is... uh, Always a positive sign. And you don't have anything happen on your watch. There's nothing big comes through. No coyotes this time, interestingly enough. Yeah. Nice, quiet, how long? How long are we doing on that one? Four hours? Is that where, I don't know, we didn't yeah. talk about that. Well, we have four people. We want to sleep eight hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be between six and eight, but yeah. Well, then it'd probably be three-hour watch. we got four people. 12 hours of dark, 3 hours of watch. Yeah, that works. And I could be off on that, but I'm pretty sure 6 is like the bare minimum that you can get away with, so I'm willing to go with it. For a short rest, that's correct. Huh? For a short rest, that's correct. Well, for a long rest is what I was talking about. Oh. Um, Again, you know, it comes from what limited experience I have with it, which is a critical hit podcasts, I love them, you know. Oh, yes. Um, that's the way they usually run it, so for me, I'm good with it, and, so. you know. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's kind of where I am in my life. Six hours is what I think. <laughs> if I get six hours, I'm oversleeping, so, you know. Alright, um, so. Okay, so I'm done with my watch, so I go and I wake up Sam, right? Sam? Sam, yeah. yes. yes. I was trying to remember who was the next person up on it. So. Okay. Sam, it's your turn. Okay. 
I, you know, kind of just do a once around the camp, probably about 15 yards or so out, just a circle. Then uh, set myself to where I can scan the trees and keep an eye on the tents. Okay. Roll it. 26. 26? No, sorry, my perception is just my wisdom, so it's uh, uh, 21. 21. Alright. Yeah, there's nothing going on around here. You also hear the uh, wildlife, you know, the nocturnal stuff happening, but other than a wolf howl way in the distance, you don't really hear anything or see anything anywhere near you. Okay. That's probably good at least 15 miles off where you're from where you're at, so. Right. Very good. I do my watch, say a short prayer for our protection, and then wake up Gregor. Alright, um. You're up, buddy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sneak around and see if there's anything going on. That okay. Like, hiding going. So I'm gonna pull a stealth. Check out with a uh, four. Okay. That's not so good. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And I got a one. But you're, okay. you're rolling the wrong die, though, man. Oh. You got to roll yeah. a d20. Yeah, a d20 would be a better one. You, yeah, you might get a better chance of not hitting the one. Oh. No, that's a, that's a d12. I don't have a d20. <laughs> Looks like this. Have you ever rolled a d12 the entire time? Because you've done impressively well for rolling. Yes, you have. <laughs> a guy with eight less die faces. Than... I thought it was a thing. Yeah. I, I have an extra one. Oh, there you go. Um, I could have taken the first one and dropped that one first. Thank you. You got rid of that that one out of there for me. You found something really cool. (laughs) So uh, So add that to the four, I get five. No. The most awesome rock ever. Much like a nat 20 is an automatic success, (laughs) a nat one is a resounding failure. Okay. Depending on your definition of failure. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, you might call it a win, even though none of the rest of us would. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, as far as Krager knows, he is stealthing it up. Yeah. And then, I mean, That's adorable. The, I could just see that. <laughs> he's the stealthiest little gnome that has ever been around. And he trips over a down branch and falls into a... Small uh, ravine that goes down into the oh, spring because he was being stealthy and not the, the, watching his. Does it feet. wake? Does it wake us up? Yes. <laughs> I wake up with start to run out of the tent. <laughs> Who was that? Where's Krager? He must have been attacked. I run off to find Krager, and I'm gonna. I will defend you against whatever, whatever has wronged you. The tree. The tree. <laughs> Sam's gonna beat up a tree. Uh, I exit the tent uh, with Bo, looking around, check to make sure where Willa is. So what do I see? Okay, you see. Uh, Krager coming up out of where the stream, uh, just downstream from where he had the horses, you know. And he is soaking wet. 
I don't want to talk about it. Krieger, <laughs> will you be set by a water fiend? I don't want to talk about it. Did you fall? At this point, I shake my head, laugh, and go back to bed. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Must have been that coyote. Never going to catch that little thing. <laughs> Alright, so you guys go back to bed. I'm assuming you're going to attempt perception now. <laughs> I'm try perception. Oh. Um, uh, I gave him mine, my okay. extra one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Did <laughs> <laughs> he roll another one? You are the best yeah, at this. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you are really amazing. Hey, get it out of your system now when it doesn't really count. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> dice tell the story, man. Okay. Squirrel is standing on my head. I don't. Know. <laughs> Are there chickens? Are there chickens? Yes. <laughs> so you guys have a really sound sleep, and uh, about four, four and a half hours later, uh, I'm going to say that um, uh, Beth wakes up and. Finds it odd that he feels really good and really well rested. <laughs> he comes out of his uh, he comes out of the tent and he looks over and he sees Craigar uh, down against the rock sleeping, and there's a uh, small coyote. Uh, <laughs> Are the tracks the same coyote that was in our camp the night before? No, and this is a single one. Okay. So you guys are the coyote whisperers. (laughs) I'm going to quietly walk over and grab one of the buckets for watering the horses. I'm going to fill it from the stream. (laughs) And I'm going to walk over and I'm going to dump it on Craigar's head. (laughs) I don't even wake up. (laughs) But you rolled a one. So... (laughs) The coyote jumps up because now he's wet, and all of a sudden there's this giant next to him. He freaks out and uh, bounces off of Kragar's uh, chest and takes off out of the camp. <laughs> Poor, Kyle. I, Poor Cody the coyote. <laughs> I, I take it Kragar wakes up and looks at me, wet, bedraggled, and coyote assaulted. <laughs> He doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, um, I look down at him and say, look, you want to endeavor to stay awake during watch, and from here forward, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, I think that's for the best. <laughs> go dry off and get a little bit of sleep. I'll take over for you. Uh, you guys all have your full-on rest, because... 
He was napping hard with that coyote. Yeah, he so. slept better than the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, was he had uninterrupted too. sleep. Nice. <laughs> so at this point, how close to dawn was it by the time I woke Craigar up? Probably noon. Uh, yeah, you guys are actually looking at, uh, I would say, 10. Perhaps like we've lost time. A little bit. Oh. Yeah, you know. Cute. You've lost a couple of hours, but if you guys... Uh, if you guys hustle, you can definitely make it into uh, Lollum by a little after sunset. You probably have to push it a little bit further than what you'd like, but, you know, as long as you keep moving, you guys are going to be okay. So, what are you guys doing? Uh, breaking down the tents. Oh, I slept very well. What about you, Pigar? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Glad to hear it, friend. We were all blessed with good sleep, and now we must continue our journey. Alalam is not far. I'm going to make a suggestion here. I know a, a, a technique to add travel time and keep your horses fresh. Okay. Which is you run them at a trot. You run them in a canter for about an hour or so, hour to two hours. Then you walk them for an hour. Then you canter. For a couple hours. What's a canner? What does that mean? It's a method that will allow you to eat up miles, and we might be able to make up some of our lost time. It's basically like a jog for a horse. Yeah. It's an old cavalry. Uh, and they sing at the same time. So, what... Yeah. <laughs> I do not wish to insert myself unduly into your business, but, but why are you in such a hurry to get to Alalum? All my years there, no one has ever been in a hurry to get there. We have an appointment that must be kept. I know many people there. May I ask with who? I am not at liberty to say. Oh. Very well, then. I can tell you that most people there are patient folks, so if you're a little late, it probably, probably won't go too poorly for you. I abhor being late for any appointment for any reason. Not shocking. So not shocking. Well, then let us get you on your way. I would appreciate that. Okay, so you guys get your camp uh, calmed down, and you start off on your way. It's a full day of constant movement for you guys. You know, I'm sure you take the occasional break, but not for very long because you've got a lot of time to kind of make up for, a lot of miles to cover in a short amount of time. Let's do an endurance check. Let's have you guys are handling the uh, travel. Uh, 17. Five. Five. And I get a seven. It wasn't a one this time. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> 22. 22, okay. Um, you guys are moving along pretty good. Kriger is getting a little bit tired, but, you know, he's also... Well-rested. Well well-rested, and he's... <laughs> he's older. Actually, here's, here's a good question. Here's a good question. So, we've got three horses, and we have... Uh, Four people. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm assuming you and you are riding on a horse together. Who's in front? No, he's probably got a bear. Are you using your... No, okay. Well, then, probably TNP. He's, I mean, he's the one with the, the tightest schedule. So I would imagine he's the one leading the way. Or I, me, because no, I know... No, he meant on the same horse. You guys are on the same horse. So who's oh, in front? Yeah, yeah he's asking horses. who's in front of the, who's in front on the saddle. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> so I, I guess, you know, that's a good question. Um, well, I'm probably right. Bitch on the horse, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. You notice that Krager is starting to <laughs> drowse off a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But being behind him, it probably isn't that difficult to, oh, hey, look at, and get his attention, keep him awake and focused. But you notice you're having to do that a little bit because he's, That's he's fine. Uh, starting to lose his edge. <laughs> okay. All right. Can I see Craigar nodding off in the saddle from where I'm at? Yeah, occasionally you can. I'm sure you catch it. Hey, Sam, if he starts to go to sleep, I find dumping water on his head wakes him right up. <laughs> Good to know. Wait, why do you know that? That's how I woke him up this morning. That's why we're behind schedule. What happened this morning? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <sighs> all, right. all right, so you guys are headed down uh, towards the wall. I'm getting yeah. pretty close down in here. You're starting to see uh, oak trees and stuff. And up in the distance, you see a uh, road leading off to the right. And as you guys get a little bit closer... Uh, Sam definitely would recognize this area. Yeah. This is a very familiar area. Right. Not so much of a familiar night, though, this time, I don't think. Mm. As you get up closer to it, you see on the sign, Rosenchime Ranch. So, companions, I, I know before you said that you were on a schedule and that you did not wish... Um, the aid of my home, but however, if you did, it's right here. We could stop and rest for a minute. I know I'm Craigar is um could looks could definitely use a little bit of rest, and um, I know you have to be hungry. I have not seen you eat at all. Fair. Well, like stop. Uh, when you can. I feel like it'd be reached... a really good idea. Yeah, I think I do so. Too. I think we can take you up on your offer, Sam. Excellent. These are good people. I was raised by them. After a fashion. Come on in. Come. All right. So you guys start heading down the trail leading down to the house. And Sam, you're... Your chest really hurts. You fall off the back of the horse. That's where we're going to stop this week. Thank you for listening to the Paper Dragons podcast. 
If you have any questions or just want to contact us, you can reach out to us at paperdragonspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us at paperdragonspodcast.com. On social media, we are Paper Dragons Podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so that you don't miss any upcoming episodes. We'll be having an episode out about every 10 days. Thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next time.